Welcome to Where's the Coffee with Terry Taylor. I'm your host, Terry Taylor. Today's episode is a little on the touchy-feely side, and it's actually a little hard for me to do because even in today's society, I'm still dealing with it. With everything that is going on with um, George Floyd and everything, it makes me come to realize that I have to sit here and go ahead and teach my daughter literally everything that I can think of that she can understand at her age about what's going on. It's really hard because as a mom, you wouldn't sit here and think that you'd have to sit here and tell your child that there are bad cops out there. Not only bad cops, but there's bad people out there that would love to sit here and do harm to her. But... Just last week, I had to sit here and tell my daughter that she had to sit here and respect police, especially the good ones, because the good ones are the ones that are willing to sit here and protect her no matter what. But there are also bad cops that are willing to sit here and just go ahead and, you know, hurt her in sense of either shooting her down just because of her skin color or even just like with George Floyd, kill her. I'm not saying that the police officer did it on purpose. I'm not saying that he didn't do anything on purpose. What I'm saying is for those who sit here and say that he obviously did not do anything wrong, I want y'all to literally look at all the evidence. They both knew each other since obviously before this encounter. They both worked together at some some other job, okay? George Floyd, from what I've understood, was a really good guy. And he obviously didn't deserve it, okay? But... The police officer that sat there and put his knee on his neck, he does need to be punished. There's no doubt about it. For those of you who think that he does not deserve to be punished, y'all are wrong. For those of you who say that he deserves not just to lose his job, but to sit here and deserve the death penalty. 
yes, he deserves more than just, you know, really and truly the slap on the wrist. But he really and truly deserves a life sentence. We all know that the death the death penalty in this day and age is pretty much obsolete. It needs to come back obvi- you know for obvious reasons. But in today's society life sentence would be perfect. Now taking away from just the two of them as a mixed person myself and a mother of a black child I just want to give everyone a comparison to the situation in fact I I really want to give y'all a couple of incidents so let's say that you have five children okay and one of your children is doing bad okay and you see that child doing something bad do you sit here and um, punish all of your kids for what that one child has done that you have seen or will you sit here and punish that one child now let's give another scenario that's similar to that let's say you have five children and one of those children does something bad but you did not see what happened if all of your kids but that one has come to an agreement that that child should get punished and they come to you and say look Billy Bob Joe sat here and threw a baseball into the window and broke the window who are you going to believe the children that said Billy Bob Joe broke the window with a baseball or Billy Bob Joe who said I didn't do it but Lucy Lou over here has. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that the child who sat there and said Lucy Lou did did do it is wrong. But I'm saying that the children, Lucy Lou and the other three children who said Billy Bob Joe did it was right because if all of them came to an agreement other than Billy Bob Joe sat there and said that he did it then more than likely Billy Bob Joe did do it Now, let's go and say, let's use the Black Lives Lives Matter movement. 
and then the All Lives Matter movement. For those of you who say that All Lives Matter Matt, you know, is the actual case, I want y'all to think about it like this. Let's say that y'all have five kids at a lunchroom saying that they're hungry. And you feed four out of five children. And Kyle over here says that he's hungry. Are you going to sit here and say, but Kyle, we're all hungry. Is that the right thing to sit here and tell Kyle? Or are you going to sit here and give Kyle something to eat as well after you've given everybody else something to eat? The Black Lives Movement is far more than just really and truly black, black lives. It's a, it's a revolution and it's to sit here and let everybody know, look, the coloreds, and it's really not just blacks that are dealing with it. It's blacks and Hispanics, but if you sit here and do the math, it really is blacks that matter right now. Because, think about it. The ratio between blacks and whites, it's there's a higher number of whites than is blacks, but the crime rate between the two is obviously different. The killing rate of cops to whites is different than the ratio of cops to blacks. They've really and truly have been dealing with this for over 400 years. And they really just want peace. Just like everybody else, they want peace. I myself have been dealing with it practically my whole entire life. As a as a person of color, I have dealt, dealt with it my whole entire life. Okay? I might not have dealt with it in the sense of white cops wanting to sit here and kill me but I've dealt with it in the sense of I've had family members not blood family members but family members in the sense of step family who have either talked about me behind my back using racial slurs or I've been beaten and everybody looked the other way. It's hard as a mother to sit here and have to tell your child 
what's going on, especially if your child is already asking. But it's even harder to sit here and have to explain to other family members, look, I have to sit here and explain to my child what's really going on in this world. I can't protect her from this particular incident much longer because she's she's going to sit here and either deal with it at school or she's going to see it out in public or she's going to sit here and see it on the news. My daughter's already pretty much asking what's going on because she sees that mommy and daddy are both scared. They are both, one, preparing themselves, and two, trying to figure out how to prepare her for what's going on. Yes, I tell her that they're good cops. In fact, I sit here and let her meet the good cops that I know that are good cops. I... I'm not saying that we should sit here and turn a blind eye of the whole situation. I'm not saying that you should sit here and be only against racism. But I'm going to sit here and say this. If you're going to be against racism, you also need to be anti-racist. Which means that if you sit here and see something that is going on, you need to sit here and, like, say say something. Say or do something. Don't just sit there. If you are a white person who is against racism you need to understand this as well racism is going both ways yes there are blacks that are racist against whites there are also blacks who are racist against mixed as well because of the fact that with mixed you, you can say that they are living both, you know, both lives. But the fact of the matter is you need to really and truly understand what the situation is. You need to go up to your black friends. You need to go to your Hispanic friends, Asians, colors in general, okay? And ask what they are going through. Ask them if there's anything that you can do to help as an individual. 
And I want to sit here and bring up a term that I personally have just learned within the last couple of months. And it's because I never knew that I had it too. And it's called white privilege. For those of you who want to sit here and say, but Terry, I'm not white privileged. Just think about it like this. Have you ever been beaten down by a cop for no reason at all? All you had to do was walk down the street and a police officer comes up to you and starts beating you for no reason. Have you ever... Have you ever gone to the grocery store to buy milk, meat, whatever you need? Had the money on hand to sit here and actually pay for it. And the store clerk calls the police on you. Because they sat there and thought that the money that you had was fake, counterfeit. And come find out it wasn't. Or you you didn't know that you didn't have the money in your account. And you wrote a fraud check without realizing it. Sometimes whenever you think of white privilege, it's really not what it really is. Which, like I said, white privilege, it's more like you you have a shield. And when you sit here and realize that you are white privileged, you get more respect. Because you know that you have literally nothing to worry about when it comes to like you know being arrested or anything like that because what they'll do what the police would do is just arrest you for fraud put you in jail you don't have to worry about your life being on the line for one reason or another that's what white privilege is is not having to worry whether your life is on the line. With blacks, Hispanics, Asians, um, full-blood Native Americans, they have to worry about having to sit here and like they they have to worry about literally everything between getting arrested and pinned to jail for life for just doing a little bit of drug dealing which yes white people do do drug dealings um a lot of stuff that the black people do white people do too but the difference is is one would go to jail 
for life for the smallest crimes while the other goes to jail for anywhere between a few months to just a handful of years for the same exact crime that's the difference and once you realize that you got that privilege that's when you can sit here and go to your black friends Asians whichever race and be like look I didn't know that I had that going on with me and I want to say I'm sorry and if you need anything I'm here I've seen in like the news, social media, everything where there are children, children between the ages of 9 and 17 wondering why us adults are fighting as much as we are. And when when you see children wondering that right there, especially when they're getting along perfectly, it makes you want to stand back and watch everybody else yourself. I'm going to tell y'all the same thing that I told one of my sisters. I fear not just for my husband and my daughter, but I fear for my dad's entire side of the family. I fear for the three cousins that I got on my mom's side of the family who are like me, who are colored. I can't help that. I know that there's not much I can do other than use my voice to sit here and actually let people know that this is going on and how I feel. And I just feel like one we need to sit here and just put our fears aside and two as far as everyone who says that I don't see color y'all need to really and truly just one stop saying I don't see color because that I mean yeah that helps in a way as far as far as saying look I see see you as a human being but in a way it's like you are saying that you're going to turn the other cheek when it happens And it really is hard. 
it's harder to explain this kind of stuff to somebody who has never experienced this kind of stuff. It's harder to watch. And this is this is pretty much my version of a peaceful protest and it's my way of getting my voice out there to help my fellow coloreds, my fellow blacks, my daughter, my husband, my whole entire family on my dad's side and everybody else. It's hard for me to say it, but it's necessary. And I hope that everyone would sit here and legit pay close attention. I mean, like, to the point where you sit here and see the smallest little bit details of what's going on in each one of y'all's towns, cities, states. It's bigger than... This whole situation is bigger than any of us. And that's how you can sit here and just support everyone is to put your voices out there. Violence is not the answer. And generally, I'm just going to say this, generally if you do a peaceful protest and somehow, some way, it becomes violent, check in with your friends and families that were actually physically at the protest. Because I can guarantee you some places would sit here, especially if it's a small town, they will allow peaceful protests and the police won't do anything. Or the rioters, there's really not any rioters at the protest. And if it's a major city, there's a good chance that it's a police officer or undercover police officer or something that's actually starting the riots. Just want to let y'all know, you do need to sit here and look into it a little bit better. You do need to sit here and check in on your family and friends and for those of you who are racist just think about it like this if something happened to your loved ones to where a police officer black, white, Hispanic it doesn't matter if they come after your loved ones when your loved ones had done nothing but walk down the street how would you react how would you sit here and expect like anybody to really 
say something if you're not going to sit here and say something yourself. For all the All Lives Matter people, be at the protests. Show up and be alongside of your friends and families who are protesting. Show up. Just show up. That's all anybody is really asking. If you're not going to show up, use your voice and say, Black lives do matter. Just because black lives matter does not mean that not all lives matter. Everybody's lives matter. But right now, black lives need the support. That's what they really, really want and need. And on that note, I just want to say thank you for listening. And I personally really do appreciate it.